This is Healing Through Love. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna, and I'm just a 32-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. So today I thought we could have a little bit of fun and do a bit of a kind of a recap episode, um, really looking back at some of these answers that you guys have submitted to our Spotify um, polls and questions. So um, this will be a cute one, I think. Uh, you know, you guys, guys definitely left some interesting, interesting answers to these things. Um, also got some very interesting d DMs with questions and stuff. So excited to kind of dive into those. Um, but as always, you know, if you are not following this podcast, please make sure you are hit the notify button. Um, this is going to be the last couple of episodes for this season, but I do hope to be able to come back soon. So be sure to follow, stay in touch. Um, you can also follow us on social media at solidarity underscore media. I really am trying to do different things with solidarity, really work on different projects um, throughout the rest of this summer as I take a little bit of, of, of a break from the podcast. So make sure you're following Solidarity Media. We are on all kinds, all the social media platforms, um, and I'm going to be doing my best to try to keep you guys updated with everything that we're working on. Um, I know that the site has been down for a little bit. We'll work on fixing that as well, too. So many things I got to do with life, but I'm glad you're here. I'm so excited to just like do this little recap. Um, it's it's so surreal to think that like, man, 50 episodes, it's definitely not something that I thought I was going to do when I first started this podcast. Literally, I was like, I don't know, maybe do 10 and go from there. <laughs> you know, like I didn't think I was going to get um, the overwhelming kind of support and appreciation and accolades that I'm getting from all of you. So uh, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so happy to be kind of rounding out, um, you know, this season with on this way with you guys. Thank you, thank you. I'm very excited. Before we get into some of these questions, quick break. All right. So, uh, how, how do I want to do this? Um, let's start with like an earlier episode. So, Episode four, this was the one, oh, about my red flags in dating. Um, this is like a really interesting one. This is very early on into my matchmaking journey, early on to like healthy dating. It wasn't back, I wasn't back on like online dating or anything yet. I was just focused on like matchmaking and meeting in person. Um, and I really wanted to like flesh out like those red flags in dating, you know, so that way I could get clear about like, okay, that's not working for me, uh, you know, unmatched or like keep it moving, you know, not really what I'm looking for. Um, and also I think at the time I just wanted to be able to, again, review patterns of like maybe things that I thought were like red flags, but now I'm realizing probably weren't all that important. Um, but one of the questions that I left for you guys in the poll was, could you date someone who doesn't want to label their relationship? Um, surprise, surprise, pretty much everybody, everybody said no, which um, I think is good. It gives me hope and reminds me with a little hope that folks are, you know, want to be very clear about that. But yeah, I, I still I still think I stand pretty solid on that um, 
on that question, you know, no, I, I don't think I, I would want to move forward with somebody who doesn't want to label things or is just trying to have a good time and see where it goes. Right. Um, I've actually kind of experienced a little bit of that recently, um, getting back into online dating. I've had a couple guys kind of tell me, you know, because I always ask that question, like, what are you looking for in relationship? And most won't really have any hesitation around saying, like, I want a relationship or I'm looking for something long term. Um, but there have been a few who are still on this. Oh, I don't want to label anything. We'll see where it goes. You know, I don't want to push it. Um, and yeah, it's just it's it's such a turnoff. Honestly, it's becoming such a turnoff where it's like. It's like it's very clear you you're only going to put in a certain amount of effort into dating me right now. I, I understand like not wanting to rush things or not wanting to like force anything to go too quickly. But if you're in a car and you're trying to get somewhere, you do have to turn on the car. You got to put your foot on the gas. You have to like actually make it move, right? You can't just sort of sit in the back and uh, hope and pray that it gets gets you somewhere, right? Especially if you you don't have like a clear destination in mind. You're really dependent on me or this relationship to be something so amazing that then you can see the destination of a relationship as a possibility. Like that's that's that to me is like more pressure, if anything. Like if I'd rather like date somebody who's just like very clear cut, like this is what I'm looking for. And then I can know, you know, I'm not living in this like gray fog of, well, maybe, you know, he said he's open to relationships. So if I just keep trying, like, no, if, if, if it's not a solid, like, this is what I want, then chances are they're not actually looking for anything more than like a good time. And the second this stops becoming a good time to them, they're out. So kudos to everybody who is, uh, you know, off trying to get off the situation ship train and really just get clear. Love it. Yeah. Could I date somebody who doesn't want to label their relationships? No, that's, uh, I think I'm going to stick, stick to that. Um, so go back, listen to episode four, check out some of the other red flags that I mentioned. Uh, let me know if, if I think there's a couple in there that I'm not really sure if it's necessarily a red flag, but let me know. And if you haven't like submitted your answer to that poll, if you disagree with me, hit me up, let me know what you think. Um, okay, let's jump, uh, let's jump to, so episode 20 was with my wonderful comedian friend, Tess, super hilarious episode. Um, it's, it's such a, such a great talk. Um, Tess actually utilizes, you know, similar to me, um, you know, her dating life in her, her standup, in her, um, musical rom-com that she created. Like it's all just beautifully, beautifully done and put together. She's, she's a wonderful, amazing person. Definitely go check out episode 20 with Tess. Um, but the question that, uh, that I left on that poll was, have you ever asked for feedback? So feedback, basically, um, you know, you go on a date with somebody, maybe it doesn't work out. You know, they, they tell you they're not interested or whatever. Have you ever asked for feedback from them about why they don't want to pursue things with you? Um, and I think the question, the answers that I sort of left were, um, yes, I would No, I wouldn't ask for feedback, but I would receive it or no, I wouldn't ask for feedback, but I would give it right. Um, 
Unsurprisingly, most people said no, but I would give it. Um, a couple of people said no, but they would receive the feedback. Um, I think for me, so in the past, I don't think I would directly ask for feedback, but I would want like, like s- the most like clear reasoning for why I can't be in a relationship with you. I, I it, and it, it goes back to that anxious attachment style, right? Like like the the narrative of oh i'm not good enough they met somebody else like i'm just they're not they'll never love me like all these things kind of start spinning and i want some sort of clarity i want some sort of answer for why i'm being abandoned or why you know i'm not getting the thing that i needed from you in this relationship um which is commitment which is you know exclusivity and so uh, I, I think internally I would get obsessive over like the feedback, wanting to know why. Um, but now, you know, as I'm dating and especially like if I'm if things end early on, um, I typically I wouldn't expect I would not ask for feedback. I don't think I would even be up for giving it necessarily. A lot of times, like if I decide, um, you know, I match with somebody, I go on a date, realize mm, it's not for me. I, I don't go, so I usually try to say, thank you so much for the evening. Um, for Unfortunately, it's not a match for me. Take care, all the best. And I, I've had once or twice where guys are like, oh, you know, I hope, I, was everything okay? Like, did I do something wrong or whatever? I, I personally, like, unless, unless it was something where I felt like a lot of danger or if I don't freaking say something to this dude, like he's going to go and do this shit to somebody. Like if it's not that level, I typically am not going to like give a ton of feedback like that. You know, like usually it's because at the end of the day right now, especially with how I'm dating, like it's just a lot of it is like, I'm not really feeling the chemistry or, or I don't, I hate going off of that, but a lot of it is like, you know, it just doesn't feel like maybe we are compatible. Um, we don't have a lot of things in common or based on the, the things that, you know, he's talking about on the date. Maybe I feel like the timing just isn't right for him or for me. Right. Um, I had been seeing, you know, a guy for, you know, a couple of dates. It was really lovely, really nice. Um, but, you know, his, his life was getting busier and busier. He was traveling. You know, he he has all these other responsibilities and as we were dating and as things kind of went along, it, it just became very clear that the timing just wasn't right, right at the moment. And and so even if it was a situation where he was asking for feedback, I wouldn't be able to know what really to say. Like, you're lovely, but it just doesn't seem like the timing is right for you, you know? So no, I've never asked for feedback. I don't think I would give it unless I felt like it was really going to make a difference, you know, or or. I feel like maybe this person will truly be receptive to it. Like if I'm on a date and I feel like this guy has barely been receptive to me in this moment, I don't feel like he's going to be super receptive to feedback. Um, And then personally, yeah, like I said, I don't really need it anymore. I think it feeds a little bit into my anxiety if I ask for feedback and, you know, not everybody is, is, considerate or eloquent or polite, you know, maybe they could say things that could actually really re-trigger me or just like really upset me. And I also just want to be secure enough that if someone says that they don't want to continue dating me, 
I can just be okay and keep it moving, right? Like abundant mindset. I can just trust that, okay, this match didn't work. I can move on to the next one. There will be a next one. You know, I don't need to be hooked on I'm feedback to me puts me in a state of the fixer mode that I'm trying to like be less do less of it's just like um okay I need to solve I don't know my hairstyle or whatever I need to lose weight or whatever it is that like if whatever the feedback is doing that thing to like fix it so that the next day you know he's like more interested or whatever um so (laughs) in general I don't know. I, I'm I'm mixed about feedback. What? Tell me what you guys think. Again, if you haven't answered that question, go back, listen to the episode with with Tess. She has a super hilarious uh, dating story in there. Um, and yeah, feedback. Let me know your thoughts on that. Would you receive it? Would you ask for it? Would you give it? All the things. Let's hop over to episode 16. This one was with the very handsome uh, Romeo Johnson. Um, He talked a lot about uh, being sort of in in the limelight within uh, his social media platforms as an influencer, as a model, aspiring actor, um, and dating partners who dealt with a lot of jealousy. Could you date someone in the limelight or could you date someone who sort of has all these eyes on them, all of this attention? Um, You know, he's a great, good looking guy, definitely has a lot of (laughs) ready and willing women in his DMs, I'm sure. Um, And so the question that was left on that episode, are you the jealous type? And this one was interesting. It's most people admitted that they are somewhat jealous. Um, a few even said, yes, they are, they are jealous, but it's healthy. Um, so yes, I think, I think everybody has like a degree of jealousy in some form or another. Um, Romeo says he doesn't have an ounce of jealousy. I don't believe it. I call bullshit, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are people out there who literally, you know, jealousy is just not a thing. And that's, that's great. Um, do I think that there are healthy forms of it? Absolutely. I feel like, I feel like jealousy, the, the, the light. So if there's a light and shadow side to every emotion that we feel. And I also spoke a little bit about this with Leo Chung episode 41. Um, what is my jealousy telling me? We really talked about how jealousy can be a motivator in a lot of ways, right? Like it does inspire you to want to, um, really invest in the relationship, like really try to connect with your partner, right? Like that's kind of what jealousy is telling me is like, I'm, I'm missing some sort of connection with my partner. And now I need to try to remedy that in some way, whether it's like having a conversation or really sitting down with myself and saying like, is this just my abandonment wound being triggered? Um, um, or does this feel like it's a pattern? Am I, am I really expressing my needs to my partner? Right. So jealousy can lead to some really beautiful action that can strengthen a relationship. And I also think it, again, like as I spoke with Leo on this, like it does tell you that you really like this person, right? Like my jealousy tells me like, okay, I, I'm really feeling this person and uh, I want them to be my person. Um, you know, not not so much in a possessive way, but I definitely see potential for like a longer connection or a, a, a deeper connection with this person um, than they're having with, you know, everybody else. And so I do think that there's there's that 
positive aspect that jealousy does provide us with. Um, in the case of like Romeo, though, uh, you know, dating somebody in the limelight who's like getting all that kind of attention. Yeah, you know, I, I think I could if if I really felt like like secure in that relationship, my partner is, um, you know, speaking to me in my love languages regularly, like really making time for me. Um, they operate within a certain boundary when it comes to other people, folks in the DMs, messages and stuff. Um, you know, not not to get into like some crazy freaking Jonah Hill level boundary situation, but just a level of respect, you know, for our relationship. If I really genuinely felt that, um, yeah, I don't, I, I, I mean, I've dated some really good looking guys and I'm, um, and it's, it's a, it's definitely a, a proud moment, you know, when, you know, you walk into the room and all the girls are looking at him like, yeah, that's my man, you know, like that's the, you know, you enjoy it. Um, but I think also in those relationships, I was in the shadow of a lot of these guys like they they were just such a big bright presence everyone loved them and um even though you know i was in a relationship or dating them in some way um they wouldn't really like honor that or like you know they wouldn't really cheerlead or or support me at the same level that i was doing for them because they were so accustomed to everybody else just kind of like rallying behind them and, you know, putting them on a pedestal that, you know, they didn't really want to necessarily do the same for me. Um, and so in those cases, when I do feel jealousy, for me, it just becomes like, I just, I just get turned off. Like it, if you're making me jealous, like it's not gonna, I don't know, turn out positive for you where I'm gonna suddenly fight more for you. In fact, it really makes me want to withdraw because I'm I'm feeling unsafe in that moment. In this moment, I'm feeling like I'm I'm being taken advantage of or being abandoned in some way or I, I don't know. It is a very triggering thing if somebody's like deliberately trying to make me feel jealous. Um, and usually my response is just kind of say, okay, I'm out. You know, <laughs> like I, I don't think this is for me. You know, this is a relationship that just doesn't feel solid enough, you know. So am I the jealous type? Yes, somewhat, but I think it's pretty healthy, or at least I'm trying to get it to be a healthy place. What about you? Are you the jealous type? Let me know. Okay, let's go to episode 31. This is with Claire Byrne, incredible heartbreak coach. Um, the question for this one, would you ever take your ex back? So this is a great conversation I had with Claire. You know, we, she she deals um, specifically in, in heartbreak and recovery and like after a breakup, but really all all points of a relationship. Um, but we, we, we talked specifically about our exes and everything. And yeah, that question came up of like, would you ever take your ex back? And most people said... Um, uh, you know, some some people said no, they wouldn't, but over like half the votes said only if they changed. So they would take their ex back only if they changed. <sighs> um, for me, I mean, we've all done it, right? We've all backslide, right? <laughs> I think that's my friend. My friend Selena calls it backsliding. Um, I've done that, right? Where we maybe have try to have another go at it with with the next. Um, definitely, my first love. You know, we had been on and off for the you know the whole year that we had been sort of seeing each other, 
And um, every time, like without hesitation, I was I was so eager and ready to take him back. I think a lot of it had to do with, again, that abandonment wound being triggered and like here he comes back around again, like I'm, I'm in his light and I just want to maintain and hold on to that warmth again, thinking like this was it. Um, and yeah, it would always end up in another heartbreak because he wasn't changing. Like he wasn't like things hadn't changed between us. We weren't changing. Right. I'll, I'll take full responsibility for myself too. Like I was still unhealed. I was, you know, hyper dependent on him and the relationship. And, um, you know, he was still doing what he was doing and we weren't really in a place of like actively working on ourselves, you know, on a romantic level and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I think, I, I do think that that is kind of the big takeaway from that question is like, if you're going to take your ex back, they really have to have done some major changes. And that shit does not happen within, I don't know, a couple weeks or a couple months even, right? So if you are at a point of like questioning whether you should take your ex back or not, like really think about like how much time has passed since, you know, you guys were in a relationship. What have you done to really like learn and grow and um, evolve from that relationship. And same thing with your ex. Like, are you, do, are, are they in therapy? Are they doing some kind of program? Or I don't know, like, what is it that they're doing that um, is going to make the relationship different? So that way the same issue that caused you to break up in the first place doesn't repeat itself, right? Really thinking about like, have you, have you examined that? Have you looked at like, why did this relationship, you know, disintegrate in the first place? are those elements like still potentially within us? And if the answer is, is even remotely yes, then you shouldn't take your ex back. You don't like leave your ex alone. Don't respond to the text messages. Don't wish them happy birthday. Just leave it like no contact. Um, so yeah, uh, I think, I think, I think I'm in a point now where as I consider all of the exes that I have had, um, even if they did make some major change, like, for me, when it gets to a certain um, time apart, I just kind of lose interest. Like I look back at all my exes now and I'm like, I'm not really attracted to any of them. Like, <laughs> like maybe, maybe at that time I was, but I just want something new. Uh, so yeah, if, if an ex came back around, even if they made some big changes, I don't know. I, I think I, we would have had to have had like a really great relationship when we had it and maybe it was just like a timing thing right um because I, I do think that there are a couple relationships that were just like you know it was a right person wrong time and maybe if they came back around the timing was better potentially but um yeah in general don't take your ex back move forward move on <laughs> you know keep it going um let's do one more all right, last question. This one, actually, um, I'm going to put on this episode because it's something that's kind of been coming up in the last couple of dates, and I'm just genuinely cu like curious if, <laughs> if this is okay or not. So the last couple of dates that I've had, um, both times the guys kind of made a point to say that a woman's weight is like really important to them. So basically... Somehow or another, we got onto the topic of like, you know, previous dates that they've had and they've mentioned that they have been catfished. Um, basically, girl shows up, 
she's a couple pounds heavier than she appears to be in her pictures on her dating profile. Now, first of all, I don't necessarily consider that to be catfishing. I think maybe there is a bit of um, a lack of self-love that might be there where they're a little insecure about how they look now and so they didn't want to post those photos or whatever. But if it's if if it's that person, like if it's that same person, it's not somebody totally different, I don't think it's catfishing, right? Just because they're, they've put on a couple pounds or whatever, for me, it's not a big deal. But also like, uh, f- also for me, weight is not that important. Um, it was interesting because both these guys kind of shared that the women, um, you know, had mentioned like either they had gone through a depression or some sort of injury or something that like, like that kept them sort of, uh, unable to work out or weren't eating right or whatever. And they kind of put on the weight. Um, I, I think when it, from that sort of standpoint, then you really have to have a certain level of em- empathy and consideration, I think for this other person, like, I don't know that it's necessarily fair to completely, you know, shut down a, a potential match because they're a couple pounds heavier than they were, you know, a year ago or a couple months ago, even, you know, like, um, anyway. So the question I guess I have is like, is that a fair factor to consider in, in partnership is, is weight? Like, do we have to, is it okay to put an importance on your partner's weight? Um, especially early on in dating, especially like maybe if it's a first date, you show up. I've definitely been on dates where, um, you know, my weight fluctuates. I, I get my period and like, I, or I go through phases or whatever, where I'm bloating or just, I, I, even if I'm not like physically numbers wise heavier, like I, I appear heavier just because my, my face gets a little puffy. If I'm like, if I've had too much salt, if I'm not getting enough water, like all of these things could really affect how I might look. Um, and so I've definitely been on dates before where, guy shows up, looks me up and down, and I uh, apparently am completely different from whatever profile pictures I have. Um, and it sucks. It sucks because it's like, I work out. I'm a healthy person. I know how to be able to get myself to look a certain way because I, I've i been, you know, training and um, I know how to I know how to take care of my diet and all those things, but life happens and we went through a major pandemic. People put on weight, people fluctuate, you know, um, like I said, as a woman, we go through phases where our body just sort of without any, you know, effort on my part, it goes through changes. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I don't think it's really fair to make that such a big deal breaker. So maybe that's the question. Like, is is a is your partner's or is your date's weight a huge deal breaker for you? Like, is that considered catfishing as well? If they have photos where, you know, maybe they look differently from where they are today. Um, I don't know. For me, I, 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 for me, you have to look drastically different. Like maybe if it's one thing, it might be considered catfishing if you post photos from your 20s and you're actually 60, you know, like then it's a, it's a pretty big lie. Um, but like I said, a fluctuation in weight. I don't, I don't think that that's an appropriate thing. It's, it's definitely a kind of a big red flag to me, like how much importance they were putting on weight as well too. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, 
maybe it, it is a fair point if if you know you have a certain type or there's a certain look that you're typically attracted to um but i think ultimately i would want a partner who just has that kind of consideration and isn't is going to support me through those those phases and periods where maybe you know my health is is not where i want it to be my body's not where i want it to be um and isn't going to like shame me or like for me that just says like the second i gain weight you're out like you're gonna be out, done with this relationship and it's gonna be my fault because i put on the weight and that's not cool right so oh man I, i'm really i i think you guys know where i stand on this but i'll post that question let me know what you think it's really been interesting uh just hearing that in the past couple of dates uh definitely got me looking at myself like, oh my goodness, do I need to? Anyway. Um, yeah. So this is a fun one. This is a quick little recap episode. Uh, definitely please go back, listen to all of these episodes. They've been just wonderful talks. Um, some of these polls and questions are still up. So you still have time to like play and submit. As always, you can hit us up on social media at solidarity underscore media um, to keep the conversation going, submit your answers, all of those things. Um, so thank you so much, everyone. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.